Hey there, I'm Becky, and welcome to Literary Escapes with me, Becky. Thanks for joining me today as we talk about all kinds of great bookish escapes. Today I'm talking to author Stephanie Thompson. If you're a fan of romantic suspense, you're going to want to check out her book called Woven. Let's jump into the interview. Yeah. I'm, I'm really thankful that you're having me on. And um, I mean, you know, I'm sure you hear from like a million other authors. The, the best thing I think about publishing a book is getting to talk about it. So yeah, that's, I love that. I love that. And I'm, uh, I'm excited to hear all about it. I was looking at it. Okay. So let's, I, I want to jump into your book, but let me back up just. Oh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> so how did you get into writing? So, um, okay. So I'm a, I'm an accountant by trade. So I'm like, Back in high school, I took an accounting class and I was like, I love this, you know, and so that was kind of, you know, but I always had writing, um, it's always been something I wanted to do. I was, I mean, I think probably you hear from a lot of people, avid reader from a very young age. Um, I was, I'm an only child. And so um, I spent a lot of time alone. My father was really sick a lot of the time when I was growing up. And um, so I was alone quite a bit and I read and books were like my companion and, um, I love how like your podcast literally escaped and how you go to like the different places. And I was thinking about that as I was kind of uh, listening to some of your episodes. And um, I was thinking for me, it's almost like escaping into a character's mind and into um, their reality, not so much the setting, but almost like, um, I don't know, their, their mental state, like where they're at. Um, that okay. was like a big escape for me. I feel like I more so even than settings or plots, I identified with characters. And um, so that was always kind of escape. So I, I just, I always knew I wanted to write. I used to write, you know, I have thousands of little stories and, you know, chapters started. <laughs> um, but, you know, life. And, and, and so I did the accounting thing and kind of knew all, all along, I knew that really wasn't where I was supposed to be. But, you know, I, I got my CPA, I followed through. Yeah, do what and, you um, feel like you need to do. Yeah, I mean, and it was good. And I met my husband at work. We have a really fun story, actually. Uh, so that, you know, so I wouldn't trade it for the world. That was sort of the path that like led me to him. Um, but like, I always had that sort of nudge, like, oh, you should be writing, you should be writing. I mean, I can go back and look at my journals and every year, like at the, um, you know, when you write your uh, your goals for the year, yeah. always like, start the book or get, you know, or do, so and I, I little, along the way, I took little classes, um, I, uh, I I heard in one of your podcasts you had interviewed, I can't remember the, the author's name, but she started with that, so you think you can write um, through, um, oh, you know, like Harlequin and all those, do those contests and stuff, like, oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had entered some of those, you know, like, the, okay. the way I've done these little things, um, but never, never really serious about it, and um, what finally got me was my son had a, um, had an accident, my two sons, I have four kids, three boys and a girl, and my two um, middle sons were biking and they were playing chicken and they um, ran into each other. And my, just a very freak accident. My, um, he was seven at the time he fell and he um, had a compound fracture in his arm. It was quite serious. We, um, when you're DC, so we were back and forth to children's hospital. He had a number of surgeries. It was, you know, and it kind of set us on this path. Well, in the, in, when, when all that was going on and I was going back and forth for him, um, I don't know if a light bulb clicked or whatever, but it was just like, I was like, you know, life is short. I've got to do this if I'm really going to do it. 
So um, that was kind of when I started with the book, with Woven. Okay. Um, and, um, that was sort of the path. Of, and I didn't tell anyone. And it was more for me. I, at first, I was just going to write the book just for me. And um, but then I started giving some chapters to my mom and a few friends. And they're like, this is really good. Like, uh -huh. you need to do something with it. So um, that's kind of what got me. So did you have the story in your brain, what you wanted to write? So, you know, and I would love to pick some other authors' brains and see how they, because I think I know everybody's process is different. I, I knew, um, I knew the end, like I knew the end before I even knew their story. I kind of like, okay. I, I just had this vision of what I, I could picture the room, uh, the scene of what was going on. Um, and, and I knew the characters. And so I hmm. kind of, in a weird way, really got to know the characters and then I brought them along with me for the year or two that I was writing it and so there's a lot of um there's not uh I wouldn't say I wrote like me or any anybody in my life into the book per se but there's a lot of events that I was like oh if if Josh was here how, what would his reaction be I kind of like we, you would bring them with me to something and that's kind of how the book came about how interesting yeah that's a neat way to do it it was a it was a lot of fun I mean there's you know it, things would um, come up. Yeah, I even, you know, ended up making some changes because I, um, uh, you know, I like, would have an idea for a specific chapter or a scene. And then um, like my husband and I went to this really fancy um, art gala and um, there was just all these really unique characters there. And um, it was just, it was a really fun experience. And I was like, this has to be in the book. So <laughs> I, kind of, you know, I kind of morphed that into their story. And, uh, you know, so I kind of brought oh, them along. Fun. Yeah. That's really cool. And so your story is a romantic suspense. Yes, I think that's the best way to categorize it. I um, also, you know, you kind of write, I think what you want to read and I'm, I'm definitely like a cross genre reader. So mm -hmm. I feel like um, pegging it in one specific category is, is tough. But if I was going to give an overall umbrella, I would say romantic suspense because there's definitely this element, element of sort of mystery and suspense running okay. the story um I, I don't know what the right word is i mean it definitely the the prevailing i think theme is really this um enduring friendship and love that these three young people like have for each other and um so i think that if, if there's one theme i could get across that would be it but there's okay. definitely they've got this past that they're sort of trying to cope with uh, all along kind of you know dealing with the stuff that's going on with them in the present so why didn't you tell us what the story is about Okay, so let's see. Well, it's set in Baltimore, and okay. um, that actually I was going to set the novel in um, D.C. because when uh, my son and I had been driving back and forth with children, what really inspired the three of them, there was this adorable little row home um, that had, was very brightly colored, and these um, we would drive by it almost every time we went down. Yeah. And a lot of times I would see these three kind of young people coming in or out. You know, you get to you, you kind of watch. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just like these young professionals. And I can remember sitting in the hospital thinking, like, what's their story? Like, it was two guys and a girl. And I'm like, oh, you know, what's their deal? Like, what brought them to live there? You know, so that is kind of how I started thinking about it. And um, my uh, husband and I say we live in like a modern day money pit. Our house is like, we are constantly doing repairs. And so I, I felt like that's something that's like heavy on my mind is always like fixing things. And so I was like, all right, well, they're going to be in Baltimore. And they're in a, a Canton row home that they're um, renovating, and it's kind of a mess, you know. So that um, they they nicknamed it the Canton catastrophe. You know, the Canton. 
<laughs> so um, that's sort of the premise. They decide to come together. Um, they're in their they're in their mid twenties. They've um, they come back together. They've grown up. They've grown up together and have had this uh, kind of dark past. They come back together to kind of. They've never really dealt with the things that um, have been plaguing them. So they decide we're going to renovate this house. We're going to try and deal with the things that we've okay. never coped with before. Um, but there's also. Um, you know, some interplay amongst them. They've, they've all sort of been romantically attached to each other at one point or another. There's um, a lot of uh, avoidance of emotions and things that, um, you know, that really need to be brought into the open. So um, on top of that, uh, as the story progresses, you find the character David is, um, is battling some bizarre sort of health problems that they can't put their finger on. And again, um, parallel to life, this was my son after he had... Um, had his accident where he broke his arm, he started developing these weird uh, symptoms. Like we couldn't, we couldn't figure out what was going on with him. For a number of years, he would, he was just blacking out um, just randomly. We didn't know what was going on. Oh, wow. And so um, that kind of led into um, David's character because while I was sort of investigating what was going on with my son, some of the and I don't want to give too much away about like what ends up happening to him, but some of the the different diagnoses that I or, or um, I don't know what you want to call it, um, different type of medical conditions that could cause someone to be passing out uh, just kind of randomly and have some of the other symptoms that my son had. I was like, well, you know, what if one of the characters is battling with that? So that sort of um, comes into play. So you know, as the book is progressing, David's health is deteriorating. Someone from their past comes up and they find is. Um, is following them with uh they're not sure you know what 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 this person's intent is okay and, um, so the kind of the clock is sort of ticking down for them and they've got this you know they've got someone sort of after them they've got these um romantic feelings for each other they're trying to avoid and not so successfully avoiding and um they've got some issues with um some things that have happened in the past with their parents so it's all kind of comes to a coming together and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and i i I love that you started with the end, that that's what came to you first, that yeah. you knew how it was all going to come together. Yes. Yeah. That was, I knew, like, I had that vision and, and um, yeah, when we were going through the editing process, we, uh, at one point, I know my, the editor was like, you know, I feel like we should change this at the end. And I was like, no, like, I know the end. <laughs> you are not changing yeah, my end. <laughs> that's the one thing. Everything else is that's funny. And so how was it like typically like in a romantic suspense or a mystery or that kind of a book, you have to throw in um, clues or herrings or, you know, that kind of a thing throughout. And so how did that go for you? Um, there was a lot of rewriting. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I, I would say, you know, so the book took from from beginning to to end it was several years but i think i probably wrote about four complete novels in that old time you know yeah. my, i was learning it was my first book you know i i wrote i'm a i'm a pantser not a plotter you know this is yeah. the character i feel like um i'm more one i'll sit down and i'll be like okay where are they at today and kind of get inside their head okay. and so I'm more that than I, than um, this, this, and this needs to happen in the scene. So um, with the with the suspense um, and the mystery part of it, it was almost like um, I did more what's going on with them and then filtered in the backstory. Because I, I think the the suspense and the mystery is definitely, it, it's 
it's moving the stories forward, but it's definitely the backstory in my mind. Like the it it was it was there to move their story forward, but definitely at the forefront was the relationship. Okay. So I feel like um, I, I did a lot of weaving the backstory in after I had written sort of the scene interactions amongst the three. That makes sense. Okay. Because um, I talked to another romantic suspense and hers, the suspense part is yeah. the main part and the relationship is the backstory. And so I think for her, she wound up kind of weaving in the relationship. Yeah, I could see. And that, I could that's see interesting. That. Yeah. And now, so I'm working on, you know, that. so this is... Um, it's a standalone, but I, it's part of a series. So um, this series is called Charm City Threads, and I'm working on the next two books, which are timeline-wise kind of uh, next to each other. Okay. And I definitely learned a lot from doing the first um, as far as, you know, now a little bit more intentional with um, how I weave, like, sort of backstory and dialogue and relational, you know, interaction yeah. together. Um, which, you know, makes it a lot easier and goes faster than right, right. writing down them and going back. But, you know, you, you learn a lot as you go through the process, for sure. Right. And um, you are not indie published. You're published. I'm with a small, a small press. Yeah. yeah. Orange Blossoms Publishing. And they are wonderful. It was, it's been the best experience. Um, I was just at uh, a writer's conference this past weekend, the Maryland Writers Conference. And um, just listening to everybody talk, a lot of people are indie published, which I think is amazing. And it's so great that there's so many avenues to do it now. And it's such a, um, you know, it, it makes publishing and getting your book out there so accessible to so many people yeah. that just 10 years ago wouldn't have been nearly as easy to do what they're doing. Um, so, I, you know, once I wrote the book, I kind of, I did try to, I queried it for a while, but then um, that was right when the pandemic hit and mm. um, everything kind of slowed down for a bit. And so I kind of taken a step back and um, yeah, the small press was, was a really great way to go. I feel like uh, I've been how, very, how did you find them? Um, through uh, the Twitter, like a Twitter pitch fest. They do. Okay. The, yeah. And which has been, Twitter has been one of the greatest for me um, to meet other writers and to grow in my writing. Uh, Twitter was a really great uh, platform. I think more, I know a lot of writers are more like on Instagram and Facebook and definitely for, for connecting and, um, you know, hearing about different books and things like that. I think those are great platforms for that, but the writing community on Twitter is so supportive and That's cool. um, just a really great um I don't know. It's been a great resource. I've met a, a number of really good like online friends that way. And so they do these pitch fests every quarter. They used to, I'm not, I, I've been out of it for a little while now, yeah, but, yeah. Um, but, and you know, the agents or the small press or whoever's going through, will go through and like, like your pitch. And okay. uh, so actually I, I had quite a bit of success with the book, um, you know, kind of interacting with a number of agents and small press that way, but ultimately um, it worked best with orange blossom and uh, it's been, I can't speak highly enough of the process. It's been really That's awesome. wonderful. Yeah. Okay. And I know not everybody has that experience, but I mean, I've had, it's been a collaborative process from the beginning. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, it's been a, it's That's been a really cool. Yeah. It's, it's so interesting to hear like everybody's path. And uh, yeah. well, I know you're, so from listening, I know you're in the process of writing or have written. And I am. Yeah, I'm yeah. in revisions right now. Revisions, and that's very exciting. <laughs> 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 
you have like a timeline in mind, like when you're wanting it out? And I'm hoping next year okay. um, to to have it out next year is my my goal, and hopefully like mid year. Yeah. Um, but I, it, it's funny because mine is set in Nashville, and I'm in Nashville right that. now to do some research for yeah. it. And it's like, oh my gosh, all of this is wrong. <laughs> and so I'm so glad we were able to come here. <laughs> That's so funny you say that. That is so, because I, I feel like I've done that a number of times where yeah. I wrote about something. Even, okay, like I worked in the city for years. I spent a good amount of time in Canton in in homes that have been rehabbed in the you know and, and I went back not that long ago because uh, I'm not in the city as much anymore and I was walking around and I was like I really need to tweak some things <laughs> <laughs> well that's yeah because I mean I I'd been through Nashville but I'd never been in Nashville okay. and I was kind of picturing the downtown a different way yeah it's like oh yeah I definitely need to change that I do think Character it's wouldn't it's it has there. changed. We've been, we went right before the pandemic and then we were just there this past um, spring. And I feel like in that, whatever, four years, maybe it, it's changed quite a bit, the downtown area. That's what I've heard from yeah. locals. And um, yeah, it's very noisy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, noisy and bright. It's kind of like a little mini Las Vegas on that strip. That's right. exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> Are also around. I mean, the growth of the different neighborhoods all around. There's some really beautiful area. neighborhoods. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's so a, it's, it's been fun exploring all the different parts of it. So. I have a. I'm going to have a scene or a several chapters in Nashville in oh, fun. the third book in the series. So okay, because I've been there several times and I'm familiar with it. I'm like, yeah, this would be. I can write from a, a point of knowledge or some knowledge of. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's funny. Um, so the second book, is it done? No. So I'm working on both. I mean, I, again, I know, I know where, I know how it's ending. I know where it's going and it's, it's mapped out and it's about, um, it's about half of done. Okay. And so it, it's the three friends still? Yes. The second book is still, is the three of them or, well, it's, it's the continuation of their story. Okay. And um and then the third book is um sort of a, a side story of one of the characters that they um met in the first book. Okay. Uh, it's okay. Uh, her story. Okay. Interesting. Okay. That's kind of fun. I mean, you know, again with my whole theme, like I really um relate to books that uh where you connect with the characters and I mean I do love uh, and I, there's so many now. I mean, it's like um you know, that we're you have the whole series set around a family or around a town where you kind of, you know, it's not necessarily based on all the characters, but some of the characters, you know, walk in and out of the different books. And right, you know, right. It gives you a kind of a, a community feel. And I like that. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Is, is that kind of what you have or. Um, the, so there definitely will be, yes. And, and I'm, and that is the challenge too, because you don't want to give away too much of any one storyline and the other books. So um yes the characters are kind of making little um what do you want like cameos in each of yeah yeah that will make sense but yeah I was hopefully trying not to give too much of the individual books away okay which one are which one yeah so. so when did woven come out um it came out the end of June uh nice. June 20th of this past so it's been out for about 
for four months, oh, close to four months now. That's exciting. And it is exciting. Tomorrow I'm doing a grand opening of a Barnes and Noble. So Ooh. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. That's very open. exciting. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, it's been kind of a whirlwind and um, a lot of fun to see how, and I'm sure you'll find this when your book comes out, you know, it seems like such a, a, a daunting process and like such so overwhelming to think about getting into stores or talking, but like most bookstores are so welcoming of like local authors and indie authors. Yeah. I've had a really great experience with, um, you know, a number of signings and just events that have been just wonderful. It's been, it's a great community. The writing That's really cool. Are very, yeah. well, you know, very welcoming, especially if people, you know, the lo like local authors and like, low, you know, kind of local vibe right now, I think is really, um, you know, in being embraced. Really well. That's awesome. Yeah. And there's, so many authors that yeah. as a reader, it's, I, there, well, number one, there's never enough time yeah. <laughs> to read them all, but it's so nice to, I mean, I love meeting and talking to and reading new authors Yes, yeah. because, you know, how else are you, you know, how else are people going to hear about them? Right, and, right. Um, but it's just, there's so many really good books. There's there so many, so many really, they really are. It, it's it's overwhelming. I uh I met with um a uh, a local. Uh, she's like an editor. She has a podcast. She's a she's a she's really an amazing woman who just hypes up the writing of so many writers. She's just out there really promoting. Um, and just being incredibly encouraging and supportive of a lot of the, a lot of authors that you, that people have both heard of and that are new on the scene. Right. And, um, from what was I going with this? We were talking about, <laughs> 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 yeah, we met and she said something about, um, oh gosh, what did you say that now I'm having a moment? Four kids will do that to you. <laughs> yeah, they will. <laughs> we're talking about just um just hyping up uh books oh like the, oh okay oh yeah that's right we were talking about I asked her I said how do you keep track of your to be read list like what you want to read because I'm kind of so overwhelmed I'll see like I'm like oh I want to read that book oh I want to read that book and I'm and I like right. almost you almost shut down you're like it's too busy like I can't um but she was talking about doing like she did she would do screenshots and she had a mm. whole um album that she would just keep screen and she was like, there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them. Wow, but at least, okay. you know, if you see something, if you're scrolling through like Instagram or whatever, just do like a little screenshot or, you know. That's interesting. Um, That's a really good idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. But yeah, to keep track of, I mean, there's there's so many. You could you could go a lifetime without, you know, hitting all the books oh. that you every day, you know. Without it's, even, yeah, without even, you know, making a small dent in it. And yeah. I'm envious of people who are the really fast readers who can plow oh, through yeah. a book in a day and you know I can't do that just time and reading yeah. ability <laughs> I just I'm can't a, do that um, I'm a huge audio girl like I love I've had audible for years and I don't know I wouldn't my kids you know I'll, I'll they know like if I had the airpods in I'm like I'm really not really listening to you <laughs> like you can talk to me <laughs> <laughs> you can Mom. talk but <laughs> um yeah so that I feel like that has been a really good way to um get through get, a lot of get books more books in yeah so I would have had dedicated time to sit down <clears throat> and that I mean and that's like such a huge goal and I uh, you know is to get the audiobook I feel like that is that's sort of my next big Ooh, that's I feel like with woven I'd like to get it and because I 
when I edit, I, um, I'll write and then I, then I'll say if I go out for a run or for walking, I'll, I have like mobile, um, word and I'll listen to what I've just written and then I edit that way. So, okay. That's a really interesting idea. I like that. I catch so much that way. Like I can read a, a paragraph and just keep going, but then I'll listen to it and I'm like, oh, I have the there twice. And I totally yeah. know what I pick. I feel like I pick up quite a bit more. That's that way. cool. I like and, that. You know, flow and word is great. They have all these, uh, you can choose your voice. You can, you know, choose the pacing. Yeah. If you're as a writer, that is the best. That's really cool. That was like, that was like changing for me when I discovered that it, it would just read to me and then that I could take it on the go. Yeah. Um, or in the car, you know, whatever. It's been really helpful. That's interesting. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so what are you reading right now? Um, let's see. What did I just read? Um, I just read the one by, I don't want to, I don't want to say his name wrong. It was a really, I mean, it was a, it was a really interesting book and they made it into a, I think it's into a Netflix series. Huh. Um, but I want to, oh wait, I don't want to, I want to give, I want to give credit. Here it is. The one by John Mars, M-A-R-R-S. And um, it's, it was a fascinating premise. And I don't even know, you know how sometimes like uh, you stumble down a rabbit hole and you just stumble along a book. And that was kind of, I didn't even know what was, this one was about going oh, wow. into it. I was just like, oh, this looks, this looks interesting. And um, it was just a very, it was, it's, it's, it's a fascinating premise. It's like um, if dating if like a they have it's like a dating app but it's based on your dna so it matches you it matches wow. you like your perfect match that's the person that's sort of like chemically well matched with you right but and it follows like huh. multiple um multiple you know people and relationships how they get um how they get matched through this app but like it, it explores you know well, what happens if you're with someone else who's not your perfect dna match and like and and sort of the pros and then the downfalls of this type of um dating. Oh, that's interesting it was, it was yeah really how yeah. clever huh mm -hmm. it was uh it was very well written and i i love the way he kind of wove it all together i thought it was, it was quite good that's fun do you so, typically yeah. read romantic suspense do you read what you write i guess I, I do to try to, you know, stand it, but I'm sort of all over the place. I don't, um, I don't, there's not like one particular genre. I mean, I, I, I try to, um, I try to go all over the place. I, I do, I do tend to like an element of mystery or suspense in, um, the books that I read. I also, um, I tend to like things that are a little bit darker. I'm not a, series romance happily ever after kind of I mean I I, I appreciate those books and uh, I've read tons of them I have you know but if I'm gonna I, I like a little bit more um I don't know dark reality <laughs> like in the okay, right yeah a little grittier maybe yeah, yeah. okay and okay. so um yeah I mean it, as far as uh as far as romance I think there's you know you talk about like the pandemic, I think um, romance has sort of exploded on the scene because it's so, um, it's so beautifully, I don't want to say predictable, but like, especially, but, it yeah. you know, but, it, it, but it's like, you know, they're going to end up together. And that's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. And, you and know, that, if you pick up a romance, there's going to be at the very least a happy for now. Yes. Yes. And, and yeah. I'm, and I'm a big happy for now fan. I just don't like, I, I kind of am more, I, I like books that leave you like a, Oh man, like 
like I'm a big Colleen Hoover fan. Like like I don't know if you've read any of her. Um, no, but I know like she's um, a big big thing yeah, right she, now. Yeah. Yeah, and and um, you know, I like the end where it's tied up, but you know, you still have that feeling like, well, could it have gone? You know, like yeah. so. Um, lets you kind of uh, I don't know, write a bit of the story in your own mind or something like that. Nice. But, um, yeah, so I, I tend to prefer books like that when I'm reading, but um, sometimes, you know, it's nice to just escape into that very comfortable, cozy. Yeah, and I think, yeah. like you said, the last couple of years, we've needed yes, the sure. easy escape. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that, and for me, writing, definitely writing this book was, was that as well, because I had, you know, we went, my husband also, his job transitioned to home, so I went from being at home um, and doing kind of my own thing for several hours at least a day yeah, exactly to, everybody's um, here now yay everybody like all six of us here all the time all the time pretty exciting so, yeah so like you like I heard you say a couple of, in, in in some of your different episodes you know about um being able to not being when you weren't able to travel at least you could travel inside your books yeah. which I think is like amazing and what a great concept for yeah, a that's club to be able to just travel like that like it's um I think that's a great concept and what a great idea especially in the last couple of years and that's and I, yeah I definitely needed it oh my gosh yes I mean and nothing will do that for you like books like movies not nothing will do it for you like a book I, I feel yeah. like you know nothing draws you in more and so that's a great idea I and I felt that way with writing um it was like my like I even would shun you know I wasn't watching tv I wasn't doing because I was like, I can, I can escape. It was like a mind into escape. your I'm own like, world. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to be, I'm going to be the, I'm going to get into this guy's mind for a little while and get out of my own. You know? That works. Yeah. That's a really good thing. It's so interesting to hear how different people um, got through, I guess, the, the last few years and um, some people couldn't write. Some people wrote that was kind of their savior some yeah. people did a lot of reading. Some people couldn't read. It's so interesting how it was so different for everybody. And I'm sh I can only imagine the studies, like for the next, you know, decades long on the on like the far-reaching impacts. And I mean, I had kids, you know, in all different schools, just seeing like even how um, and seeing as they go back, you know, what how learning has changed, how it's changed the way they approach, you know, right. what they're doing. It's it's definitely. It'll be interesting to see how it all. Um, agree. Yeah, I agree. It'll be it interesting all. to we learn from it because it seems like there could be some good things to learn. <laughs> I um, I mentioned Twitter, you know, that was, I'd been getting active on Twitter right before the pandemic started. And the, um, I write a lot of poetry on there. And that was a way that I connected to. There's this huge poetry community on Twitter, oh, cool. which is also very, you know, it's very kind of linked with the writing community. I think you see a lot of both. And, um, and poetry was something I've always loved as well, but never really, um, you know, it's something I've read and dabbled in, but not anything I ever thought, like, I don't, I, I don't have a talent for this, like, you know, who am I a poet? Yeah. But, um, you know, it's really been a lot of fun and a great way to express yourself. And I've, I've even used poetry, like, um, I'll put it on Instagram and stuff. Sometimes uh, I'll write a poem that sort of is like from one of the characters perspective oh, or cool. that, you know. Uh, so the two kind of go together and to see this sort of the two different That's a neat idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been fun and a great way to, I think, improve writing. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, there's 
all, like lots of daily writing prompts and poetry prompts and things out there. And we, you know, when you put things out um, in the different communities, they, uh, a lot of times people will, you know, respond and, um, you know, retweet each other's work. And it's also very encouraging. It's been a, it's a, it's a really great space for writers to get on and, uh, I don't know, learn and connect and, and really cool. be encouraged by other writers. Yeah. Okay. That's really interesting. I, I've not spent a ton of time on Twitter. Yeah. I really get it, but um, <laughs> I may have to check. <laughs> I, I didn't either, and and I went to the uh, the Writers Digest, the the big conference in New York that they have, uh, mm-hmm. and and I, every agent I feel like was like get on Twitter, get on Twitter, get on Twitter. Okay. And this was before this was before the pandemic, so I think maybe um, I don't I don't know how much has changed. I mean, a lot has changed, but um, it's still a really active community out there. But yeah, I didn't I didn't really know what I was doing either. It's all like you know hashtag based, but just getting. Um, if you just go on Twitter, I don't think you just naturally find it. But once you start look, searching for the specific like writing community, poetry community under those hashtags, then you start to see sort of similar people posting and reposting. And okay. it, it, but yeah, there was definitely a learning curve for sure. Mm-hmm. And the best part has been, you know, connecting with specific people. Like you can have lots of followers, right? But right, not, right. you know, not really connect. But like you find your few people that you know you tend to sort of message with on a daily basis and it's you know and it that's makes pretty it cool small. yeah small. yeah yeah I, I think it's amazing that we can make friends with people that we've never met and probably you know may never meet in real life I know but still it, feel super connected to them I what a I, what a yeah. gift we have in this time that we live in and so do you have any other socials that you're on or email um, I mean, I'm on, uh, I'm on Instagram and, um, face I'm on Facebook. I, I need to get more active on Facebook. I, Facebook's I a hard one because it they is, don't do anything to help you. It is kind of, well, there's so much, I feel like there's so much going on. You know, you've got like these different groups and people posting. It's kind of like, um, I don't know where to go. <laughs> so I just think, yeah, no, but I, I've tried to get better about that. I did a, um, like a Facebook event uh, a month or two ago with a bunch of other um, sort of romance authors. And that was a lot of fun. And that oh, was a great cool. way to interact. Yeah. And I think that's, that was good. I did sort of a, like a, well, through the publisher, we did like a blog tour in July and, um, and that was kind of cool to see, you know, interact with some of the different people that um, have these, you know, different types of book blogs. And um I need to get probably better about doing it. Like I, I, I like to do, uh, I, I enjoy putting together um, like reels and little, um, you know, shorts and stuff on Instagram. Yeah. Well, actually my kids and I, we have a TikTok account that we started during the pandemic. And oh, fun. <laughs> we had a bearded dragon during the pandemic. She was kind of, we call her our, our, our pandemic superstar. She was like, got us, she was really quite funny. She had a number of, uh, you know, TikToks that sort of I don't, not went viral but had quite a few views and, yeah that's so, so fun I love that. that that was a lot of fun so I like doing that kind of stuff I like connecting that way but it it does kind of get um it gets overwhelming sometimes and and, and can consume so much of your time so it's a hard mm-hmm. it's hard to find that balance definitely like this this summer I've been more active on social media just from promoting the book and I felt like by the end of the summer I felt kind of burned out from it and yeah. I, was, I was missing the days of just quietly writing when no one knew that I was writing (laughs) exactly yeah exactly and that's as a as an author you I mean your job is to write 
Yeah. You know, that's your, uh, yeah, you have to promote and market and all of that stuff as well, but um, there's nothing to promote if you don't. Right. <laughs> so and I, it is hard to have that balance. Yeah. And I would say this for, and, and, and I think this is an important message and, and I know it's maybe not, I don't know if it's a popular message, but I think somebody else would benefit from hearing it. Like, um, for me, the best part about getting to the point of having this book out was not getting the book out, which I thought it would be. You know, like I, I said to, I remember saying to my son, like, I'll, I'll know when I'm standing in a Barnes and Noble holding a book that has my name on it, that's on a shelf here, you know, like I know I've arrived, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And, um, and, and I got to do that, you know, and, and oh, that's awesome. And, and it was wonderful and it's amazing. But, you know, when I look back, like the best part was like, you know, uh, sitting at my dining room table at 4 a.m., you know, like in the character's head, like, right, you know, like the best part was really the journey of writing it. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I hope, you know, and, and I, so for people that, you know, that are, you know, anxiously waiting to get published or write, you know, writers that are out there, like all I want is to get published. I think as wonderful as that is, the journey of putting the book together yeah. Uh, was so so much better than actually putting it out I don't know like for me That's it was I mean, yeah. wonderful getting it out but like writing the book was a lot of fun and and um you know so I think there's value in the journey of getting there you know and then I don't know that would be my message to a lot of people like enjoy the writing process right hopefully the second book offers that same enjoyable journey so. i'm definitely trying to get more into you know it's hard to find a balance of sort of promoting and and being present and trying to interact and, and promote the first book and try and write the others i i would you spoke with um i listened to your podcast was it uh paulson um oh bonnie yeah yes and yes. she and she had such a great energy and she's written so many books and i was like she's written so many books like how in the world like i can't i wish i i don't know if I, I would love to get to a point where i could do that you know i know everybody's kind of equipped differently but yeah i i was i was in awe listening to her and i just i i would love to get to that point and she sounded like she had so much passion for it too which mm -hmm. is just like a phenomenal combination because i feel like either you you know, you, you like will run out of steam or, yeah, but it seemed like she really had found a great combination of the two of like yeah. getting it out there and keeping that momentum and the passion for it. Yeah. That's a, that's, that's the trick, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that is the thing. Well, I will post your um, handles, Facebook, Twitter, and IG in um, my show notes. Okay, so that, that, yeah, my uh, my website is just stephaniathompson.com and, okay. and there's links to everything from there. Oh, perfect. Okay, perfect. I will make sure that's in there. Thank you for joining me, Stephanie. I Thank really enjoyed so this. I, and from Nashville, too, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> my pleasure. It's been a lot of fun talking to you. Thanks for joining me today on the Literary Escape Podcast. If you enjoy hearing the behind-the-book story, then join me in the Literary Escape Society. We are a community of travelers who love books, or maybe book lovers who love to travel. Either way, if you need an escape, a literary escape, come join us as we read our way around the world together, one book at a time. Check out the show notes to learn more about the Literary Escape Society. And we'll see you next time 
on the next episode.